0: All right, there that is. All right, uh, the Phoenix and Williams show—the yes. most unthemed, sporadic, ridiculous fucking program that has ever
1: existed. <laughs> it might be. It in might the history be. History
0: of programs. All right, that could be video. All right, um, folks, I know climate change. Marjorie Taylor Greene—we didn't have the foresight to know she'd be a white supremacist. All right. I know that's the kind of game that you can win free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And other such things. But you see, the thing is, even though I am a Negro somewhere between five and six feet, Mm -hmm. bald, Mm -hmm. and I don't wear red cone caps, Mm -hmm. I like to do things swift. Wow. And I like to tailor my podcast segments to that. Did you know that? Did you know that? You can Chomsky on the bit all you want to.
1: Y'all see what I have to put up with? Do y'all
0: see what I have to put up with? Do you see what Taylor Swift fans have to put up with?
1: They don't have to.
0: Why? I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> all right. So apparently, there's a um, a music singer. Yes. By the name of uh, Taylor Swift. Yes. And a lot of people are worried that she's not well and it isn't because the beat is sick. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And apparently as she's in a relationship with someone Mm -hmm. that doesn't really love all people, they more so hate. Yes. And they're just gonna hate. Really? And with your feelings they're gonna play.
1: To my understanding, you need to know more than one Taylor Swift song, is really what I'm getting from this segment.
0: Yeah, I really, I, I, I actually <laughs> don't know what the hot shit is about her, all right? Like, every time you're about to play Taylor Swift, turn that shit off and play Britney Spears and
1: stop being okay, silly. Okay, but I do like the blank space one. I feel like that one, I like that one.
0: I, I wish it was a blank space song. All right. <laughs> But, yeah, like, this is yeah. this is the deal. This is what's going on with folks. Yeah, so uh, she's bothered.
1: dating some guy named Matt Healy, who's, like, super fucking racist, and also in the past said that he would never date her because it would emasculate him. And then he goes on podcasts, which basically just sound like, um, you know, if 4chan had a podcast, basically. That's what he sounds like. Um, like, laughing at the idea of, like, Japanese dudes working in concentration camps and did, like, the bad accent, you know? And just, like, a generally racist piece of shit, and she's dating him, and people are upset about it, I guess, because...
0: Because they they don't remember this shit from, like, so many white women. Like, if, if a white woman is hetero, she's probably going to date, or has dated, or is dating, or is married to a racist. Yeah. Like, just... Deal with that whenever you know that you're associating with a hetero white woman, that she's going to be involved with someone that's going to be racist at some point in her life.
1: Um, I mean, I think that, well, I think it's two things. Yeah. I think that, one, she has a really toxic parasocial relationship with her fans. Hmm. But also, I think that when. You see someone, even if she is, like, a cis hetero white woman, because she's been famous for so long, because she has her own career, right? She's not like Britney Spears under that um, conservatorship thing. Yeah. She has her money. Like, you just sort of expect her to be better because she can literally afford to be better. It's not like racists are her only dating pool. Like, she could literally date anybody. But then it's like, it's it's
0: better to us. Is it better to her?
1: That's, I think that's the thing is people (laughs) like, but if you're. And I think because I think that's that um, I don't know sort of like plausible deniability that white women get we're like yeah they do bad things but they're not like rotten at their core they're just in bad situations and that's why they do bad things so I think like that's where it's coming into play But like but if she was a good person and well maybe she's just not a good fucking person did you ever think about that mm. <laughs> you know yeah
0: <laughs> like and I think before we hit record like uh, what was leading into us saying oh shit let's hit record because I was like Folks, like, the people that make records are not your friends, and I always say, Brother Lynch Hung, my favorite rapper, I decided it in my head. Like uh, somewhere toward the end of 1996. I've hated that nigga the entire time. I can't stand him as a person. And I knew that from reading interviews in underground rap magazines, the Ill Tip and Murder Dog magazine. And -hmm. I think he showed up in rap pages. He never really showed up in like the source Mm -hmm. underground. Right. And just from his I was just like, I don't think I really like this guy. But when the next album comes out, I'm going to crank it. And is that maybe that's an internet thing like ever since the myspace days
1: yeah well i think that it's um there's more of an entitlement to have sort of access to i guess like the inside details of your favorite celebrity because we're on social media because for one now you have more access than you've ever had like 50 years ago twitter didn't exist you had to like read a newspaper or read a magazine to be like what is tina turner doing today huh now you can be like what the fuck Beyonce tweeting about, (laughs) right? How? Like, so there's already more access, and I think that makes people feel more entitled. But also, a lot of celebrities intentionally cultivate parasocial relationships with their fans, um, and that's just not something that used to happen like that back in the day. You know, like, you can can tweet something, and Cardi B can retweet me and say, I made a good point, right? And, like, now it's like, we're kind of like friends, like, Cardi B retweeted me, oh my god, you know? And it's like, you're not actually friends, But people don't grasp it that way. And I think also a big part of it is a lot of celebrities now um, either gain or maintain their fame through social media. So in some way, you sort of... um, as a fan, you kind of feel like you're part of their success, right? Cause Cardi ah. B started off on Instagram, right? And then got onto like, I think love and hip hop and all that. But like, if you were following her on Instagram be like, well, I'm one of the people who helped boost you because I posted your shit. I retweeted your shit. Like I'm one of the people who helped make you like, cause you didn't show, cause these celebrities, a lot of celebrities now aren't showing up out of nowhere. They're showing up because they have a social media presence that they can use to catapult them into further fame. And so I think a lot of fans have this sort of like, but I helped make you like, We're connected, right? We're connected. (laughs) And I think that's, like, where a lot of people get fucked up, honestly. They can't
0: see the fucky luck virality of some of this shit. No, they can't. Yeah, because, like, yeah, there are people that followed me on the Facebooks for a while, but out of nowhere just happened to make a post pointing out that conservatives don't really care about desecrating the flag And from there, the Facebook page, like, and I shit you not, in like a weekend, went from 5,000 followers to 20,000 followers, Mm -hmm. and has been growing, and I've stalled at 120,000 followers. Mm -hmm. But like, oh, it was just one post. Yeah. Like, there were way more insightful posts and podcasts (laughs) and videos and songs. I've written songs on there, damn it. Yes. But just by pointing out that conservatives have flag underwear and that's desecrating the flag blew the shit up yeah you know and like so no it wasn't you it's sometimes it's lucky fuck virality mm-hmm. because cardi b is not that unique of a person she's kind of like any other nigga from the bronx that you might fucking run into yeah like they're not Real and then like in the context of let's say the male gaze right um, with the, I, I actually don't know what she looks like I don't follow these people but to <laughs> my understanding that's a big part of her appeal
1: uh, she's light skinned and pretty and thick that's hella women right hella,
0: hella people hell we're going into summertime go outside tell me you don't see a woman that you find attractive somewhere get the fuck out of here Like, she just got lucky fuck virality. Oh, she Mm -hmm. worked really hard in the strip club, so the other
1: strippers didn't? Right, that's what I'm saying. Excuse (laughs) me? That's what I'm saying. Get
0: the (laughs) fuck out of here. Yeah, man, like, nah, these people, they're they're not your folks like that. And again, with a cis, if you follow a cis hetero woman, deal with it alright white feminists had to come to terms with that with Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. right he had to come to her, like during that Hillary run white feminists had to hear everything they did not want to hear about the man that Hillary is connected to mm-hmm. with the fact that he raped Juanita Broderick and who knows who else mm-hmm. and that he ran with the confederate flag on his shit when he ran for governor of Arkansas mm-hmm. yeah he ran for governor of Arkansas that he put that as a political Stunt when he was running for president in um, 1992, that he posed in front of a, bun- a, a bunch of black prisoners in their orange jumpsuits to show that he'd be tough on crime and lock mm-hmm. them niggers up. And keep in mind that that's coming right off the presidential run where they had Willie Horton in 1988. Mm-hmm. Like, s- just deal with it.
1: Oh, and then the, the one the, that we covered, Lacey Green, thing. yeah, the death penalty that with the when they went to go see the guy executed,
0: yeah. Yeah, cause that like um he was like mentally to the point that he didn't know he was being executed and he didn't finish his last meal and he thought he'd be able to finish it after whatever this thing was they were doing. Yep. Yeah, like come on. And we covered Lacey Green. Yes. We titled the episode Lacey Got Her Green and Bounced On Y'all. Ghosted. Ghosted y'all. Yep. Yeah, I use cool language like ghosted. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> hip like that, you know? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like hippa. You know. Like hippa. <laughs> yeah, I'm God. like a Peppa Pig a hippa. But <laughs> can I you love...
1: whistle? <laughs> Who? Can you whistle? That was the Peppa Pig episode that oh, everyone lost their shit over. I think you sent me that when yeah. I still lived in Florida. It's <laughs> been a long time. <laughs> she was hilarious though. Can you whistle? Yeah, she could not Peppa couldn't whistle. So she calls her friend and she's like, Can you whistle? And her friend whistles and she just hangs up on her. <laughs> I'm ge- I'm best. I'm guessing that
0: became a meme. That was on HBO, right? No, it was a kid show. It was on like fucking Nickelodeon or something. It was not on HBO. No, it was a kid. No, it was absolutely a kid show. I'm definitely confusing that with something from the mid '90s. In oh no,
1: don't yeah, me. maybe
0: Little Lulu. Little Lulu. Yeah, I might be confusing mm-hmm. that with Lulu. Maybe.
1: All right. Uh, was <laughs> there yeah. more? On the- no, I just yeah, I just um I don't assume that just because someone has the um. Privileged to make better choices that they actually will, because they might still just be a bad person at their core.
0: And you know what? And for those and also like whatever you think is bad, right? Because remember, there's very few of you that have been following my shit for this entire 11 years, <laughs> right? Because there was the atheists, cool. But then I'm like, black atheists and a bunch of y'all white niggas ran away. Then it was like, oh, and we don't have any beef with feminists. We think patriarchy ain't that cool and we don't like slut shaming. Bunch of y'all misogynists ran the fuck away. Mm -hmm. And then there were a lot of the women left and I was like, not really into that capitalism lean in shit. And y'all call that misogyny and Mm -hmm. ran the fuck away. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, hey, you know what? Trans women and sex workers, no matter their gender, they should have rights and uh, liberty and freedom in the whole deal. And y'all transphobes and fucking swerves ran the fuck away. Mm-hmm. Like, but I have 100,000 of my cool folks left. Yes. And that's a big number.
1: <laughs> just be consistently leftist. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, honestly. Or like,
0: just just be on the side of like, um, I don't know, like giving folks um, autonomy that doesn't harm others. Yes. Right? Like yes. a trans woman has autonomy that doesn't harm others if i was in political power Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like transitioning does not transgress me exactly you dig what i'm talking you know what turn that into a transition excuse me but an 87 year old woman got dumped in a wheelie bin in dublin ireland Mm -hmm. excuse me because a nigga thought that she was transgender and was she even going in a bathroom was no, she, she just was walking down, down the street? Yeah,
1: she was trying to go to a store. So, okay, first of all, she has dementia. Jesus. Yeah, so it was like one o'clock in the morning, and for some reason, she thought like the grocery store was open. So she was trying to go to the grocery store in the middle of the night because she has dementia. And that was where he found her was like walking to the store in the middle of the night. Women,
0: what would happened. you do if men had a curfew? She. Go to the grocery store in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah. God
0: damn yeah and dumped her and keep in mind this is from Dublin Ireland so it says wheelie bin um for the McMurricans that's like your garbage dumpster on the wheels Mm -hmm. that you push out to the curb for them to pick up yeah which like how wacky are you like yeah she has dementia But you have the bigotry of, which isn't a word yet, but I want it to be. (laughs) Because, like, to the degree of your bigotry, makes you lift up a human being at night. And also, you're physically coming in contact with her body, and you still don't think maybe she's
1: cis. I mean, even if she wasn't cis, she's like. regardless of gender, this was a fucking senior citizen, no matter how you cut it. Yeah. Like, you whooped like an 80-year-old's ass for no reason. Like, you can't go around hitting frail-ass old people. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, nigga, how many
0: 87-year-old people do you know that pass for 30? Yeah, not even Angela Bassett's gonna pull that one off. And even the, um, what's home girl that did the Sports Illustrated joint?
1: Martha Stewart. That, yeah,
0: where Ben Shapiro made sure everyone knows that he doesn't read the the swimsuit issue. Mm-hmm. I don't. I make sure that I I call them and I say, do not send me that one. I <laughs> I don't read nipples. I don't all right, know. lumpy nipples. I don't read braille. I have able eyes that can only see literature, not titterature. Not titterature. <laughs> and and oh, um, right, and even her joint like. I think it hit my news feed because like I deliberately don't look for that stuff. Like when it hits the headline, I don't go try to find it. Mm -hmm. Like if it hits my news feed, I see it. I keep scrolling. Still look like an old, old person. Mm -hmm. Like just be like, and and that'd be the cold shit about like patriarchy, right? If you're still skinny and wear makeup and have long hair, then it's like, she's so hot. (laughs) And it's like. Leave that old ass woman alone and mm. let her be rich and hang out with her crip friend. Mm-hmm. She just wants to hang out with her gangbanger friends. Yes, she does. Jesus. Someone's and... of the feather. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> right. Even though she did more time than him. She did. Right. Snoop never even been to the penitentiary. He's only been to county jail. I hope some of y'all know that Snoop's only been to county.
1: I love the fact that also, like, when she talked about her prison experience, she was doing arts and crafts in prison, basically. That shit was fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> like She said that, like, all the inmates loved her. Someone crocheted her a shawl like, while she Damn. was here. And wasn't that, like, 20 years ago? <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah. I think, yeah. I,
0: think I was still um, in Washington State back then. Yeah. Way back when. Yeah, it was a while ago, but yeah. But, yeah, you know, nigga, like, yeah. Leave, leave these folks alone, right? That was a transition.